Jonesy and Amanda's Damn Listen. Here's the story. There's the song. You know what? It'd be pretty cool to be called one of the most loved characters in television history. And I think Cindy Brady is that. The person playing Cindy Brady all those years ago was Susan Olsen, and she's in Australia for the Supernova Expo. Thrilled to have her on the show. Hello, Susan. I'm thrilled to be here. Look at you. And, you know, I, I know everybody always does this. Oh, I love, you know, whatever town they're in, wherever. Um, I have to say... As a kid, I thought that maybe Australia would be the place for me because um, because I love the animals here and and everything's just a little bit more casual mm. and the nicest nicest people and you you, know, you meet everybody at these expos the conventions and um, nicest people I, I I've ever I've ever seen really yeah mm-hmm. well we'll take that as a great compliment yeah. thank you mm. me well, personally a- I like you guys. Well, look, let's talk about Cindy for a minute because, well, you know, we've all embraced Marsha and now it, to have mm-hmm. you in Australia yes. is wonderful. What your memories of that time? I imagine when I was watching you as a kid that you were living the dream. Were you living the dream? Well, it was hard work. I mean, I, I wouldn't I wouldn't recommend it for and, and I do teach acting for children. I wouldn't recommend it for every child. Um, you had to have a certain work ethic. We definitely were working a 40-hour week, which included our schoolwork. Um, but, I mean, to me, I, it, it was wonderful. It's exactly what I wanted to do. And we we're all like family. So we got along very, very well. We had wonderful TV parents, as well as our own parents. Um, Robert Reed and Florence Henderson and Ambie Davis were magnificent to work with. We really, we really were living the dream in, in terms of the best television cast you could ever work with. And in fact, we would get um, people that would guest star on our shows didn't want to leave. They wanted to stay forever because it was such a happy set. Mm. It seems that you all relied on each other so much, which is where all those romance stories came from. I know <laughs> that you and Bobby, or you and... Yeah, it was you and Bobby had a bit of a pash in Tiger's... In Tiger's doghouse. Yes. Yeah, that's right. That's why they kept it after Tiger was long gone. Was just so we had a place to make out. Really? <laughs> no. Listen to me, I'd believe anything. Yeah, no, no he left me for Eve by the second season because oh. she was getting boobies. Oh. Yeah. yeah. But as soon as someone gets boobies, that's it. You're but right. it, that's it. does, it does yeah. sound a little incestuous that everyone, you, you seem so what, close. What to else could we do? Yeah. We yeah. were all, we were sequestered. We were on, we were on the Paramount lot. And, you know, we were like the only kids we saw until we, and, and, and what's, I think is amazing about us, it never happens these days, when we went back to living our civilian lives, we went to regular schools. We went to regular public schools where everybody else went. And that never happens these days. this series really only went for a couple of years, didn't it? We have the impression that you... Well, it was five, but it kept coming back. Mm. There was the Variety Hour, which I co-wrote a book about. Um, because it was voted the fourth worst television series <laughs> in TV history. <laughs> and I can't believe that they found three others that were worse. <laughs> What's the, you would have heard a lot of rumors about yourself. What is oh, the, yeah. What is the strangest rumor that you've heard well, about yourself? Well, you know, rumors about my death are, are just extreme exaggerations. Yeah, because you're alive. Um, um, I, I, there, there's long been a rumor that I got into porn. Did you? Oh. You know, I actually did, but 
But mm-hmm. I did I did one job. Is that the genre? Um, I grew up. Okay, you ever seen Boogie Nights? Yes. Yeah, yeah. Okay, that's where I grew up. That mm-hmm. was the San Fernando Valley. Right. Okay. I had uh, many years ago. I had a synthesizer because I, I was in a band. I, I was a kind of sort of musician, and um, I had a friend who edited porn films. He said, "Can you make spaceship noises with your synth- synthesizer?" And I said, "Yes, I can." He gave me fifty bucks. I provided the sound effects for "Love Probe from a Warm Planet." Oh, wow! Wow! So, that you so have that's been. my porn title. Oh, that's, I love that's what it. You've been <laughs> in there. That's my credit. Yeah. Uh, there was much to do about Cindy's lisp, and you just said synthesizer. So clearly, you never really had a lisp, but did you? Act oh, that? no, was, I did. I did. So, I so did. You had a lisp. I got teased all my life mm. for it. When I was nineteen, I was at the American Academy. I can still hear it. That's why I always keep one headphone askew because I hear it. To me, it sounds like cymbals crashing every time hmm. I do an S sound. But um, every single season, I thought I'd gotten rid of my lisp, and I'd I'd hear the show. I'd watch the show, and I could hear my lisp, and I'd cry. I still lisp. So, you know, it wasn't until I was 19 that we finally just that nailed it. I got rid of Kitty Carriol. We never had the Kitty Carriol doll here, but I was just so excited by the notion of it. I, I do have one of the mass-produced Kitty Carriol dolls. She is the oddest doll. Mm. It, it, she's wearing blue eyeshadow. She kind of she kind of sort of has breasts. It, it's, she's just the weirdest doll. I, I never understood... Mm. Any appeal to this doll. and um, But I wasn't into dolls. I was a tomboy. Well, you better keep that away from Bobby. You would have taken it into Tiger's doghouse. Well, well you know, Tiger was into Kitty Carrier. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's, that's the porn film. He to his lab. <laughs> did, you, did you provide the synthesizer for that movie? I sure did. Bump chicka wow wow. Jonesy and Amanda's Damnation.